Five star, Trevin Jones. What's going on, man? Getting you back on here. It's been a while. It has, it has. But, you know, since we last talked, you've been pretty busy. Uh, you had a pretty good year last year, 2019. Two big submission wins. Talk talk about the year, man. 2019, how how was it for you? Was it a... a uh, do you feel like it was a very successful year or do you feel like you should you should have done more? Oh yeah, man. I feel like I should have done more, man. I I was uh I got done with the second fight in twenty nineteen ever since May, which is coming up almost a year already, man. And I've been trying to get fights since and I've been trying to stay active since, but I don't know, man. Guys haven't been answering the call. Like, where have you tried to get more fights at? Like, what promotions out there that you were interested in competing for? Well, when I hooked up with Upgrade, we had a goal. My goal was um, United States fights because we want to get closer to Dana White. We want to get seen. So we were targeting California, Texas. We're targeting places like that, you know, um, LFA, LXF, um, um CSA, a lot of different organizations like that. Or, and we're just trying to get a big fight, mostly a big fight or pretty much any fight in the United States, man. And um, we came close to a couple big ones, but, man, um, they have managers too, and they wasn't having it, man. They wasn't having it. Well, Upgrade Management, you, you hooked up with them. What's the story with that? When did you decide to pick up management? Um, I decided to pick up management when um, I, I I wanted to get management for a while now because I know that's what I would need. But um, the, when I was fighting on Guam, you know, I was able to get fights on my own and I was able to schedule a couple fights on my own. So I never really needed it. But after the Guam PXC shut down, then, yeah, I needed management, man, because um, I can't be looking for fights and training and looking for fights and training. It was just too much on me. And then I felt I was ready, you know. I reached out for management exactly when I felt I was ready. I, I just feel I'm ready right now, and that's mostly the main reason I'm ready. Uh, I reached out for management, sorry. What makes Upgrade the right fit for you? When I spoke to them, I got connected to um, Julian. Particularly, I was working with Julian at, um, because he's in charge of the Upgrade for the American mm -hmm. side. And um, I particularly got to him because he was in contact with those guys already. And... So it wasn't like direct contact, like, hey, he saw me fight, and he's like, I want you. He actually, I was referred from Granadigan, you know, from G, King G, he referred me. And um, when he took a look into me, he saw how good I was. He saw the talent, and he's like, wow. So that made it right for me already from the start, from someone to look into me that didn't see me off their own interest. And they were able to let me know, okay, I'll take you in. And, yeah, man, you look decent. You look good. You look strong everywhere. That was more of an interest in me. Like, wow, he's willing to take me after just uh, going over me and seeing what I got rather than saw a good fighter on a special night and, you know, trying to steal the clout like that. So that's where it all clicked from the start. I saw that you had a fight lined up uh, this year, but because mm -hmm. of the coronavirus, it all got mm -hmm. shut down, and that fight was stateside. Your first fight over there, you mm -hmm. must have been very excited to have something set up because that was the goal. Yep, that was the goal. Yeah, man, that was a big fight too, Francisco Rivera. Mm -hmm. So that one was good. I was super excited, man. That was, uh, we wanted the name, and we wanted a stateside fight, and I was already waiting since. Um, I've been trying to get a fight 
since last year, August, man, since August, September, October went by, November went by, December went by, no fights, January went by, no fights. And all this time I'm training, you know, I'm not pushing it to the max, but I'm at like 70%, man. I'm staying around, so when the call comes, all I have to do is work. And, man, I was getting calls. I was getting opponents. But, man, these guys' managers were saying, no, I have too much experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of things were coming up. So it just was fall off after fall off. And then when I got the Francisco Verrera call, I thought, for sure, this is going to happen because this guy ain't going to be scared to fight. This guy throws down, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's exactly what I wanted. Time to make a statement. But that one fell off. So, you know, everyone's going through it right now. So, I'm not really mad or anything about it. It's just that right when it's done, I'll be ready to work. It's not not much I can do. A lot of fighters, yeah, like you're going to say, a lot of fighters are going to be ready to work after this. A lot of them are recovered and everything. So I'm like, you know, everyone's going through it. A lot of fighters are down right now. So we'll, we'll, we'll all come together real soon. You mentioned guys not wanting to fight you. It's something that has happened before and it's probably going to happen in the future. And you feel like yourself, your mind state is I'll fight anybody, anybody that's going to level me up. Right. And you said that guys said that you have too much experience. Right. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if you want to level yourself up, you have to fight guys like yourself. Isn't that what fighting's about? Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy to say because these guys are good too. These are no regular guys that I'm seeing and I'm getting offered to. Like when I watch their tape, I'm like, wow, nice. Uh, I'm thinking like, oh, nice opponent. You know, I'm thinking already the things I got to do to get it done and I'm ready to go with like, there's no doubt, but I'm already seeing things that they're good at, of course. But, um, yeah, man, these guys are good records, man. 7-0, 8-1, 9-1. Like, there's nowhere else to go. Come see me. But um, I guess they see the, the the willingness that I have, and they're like, no, nah, I don't want none of that. But I, I won't say that's the case. I won't say they're scared of me or anything like that. Maybe they just see a tough fight and they could take the other route because they have that option. Why not? But me as a fighter, um, yeah, I want to fight tough guys and I want to fight guys that are going to catapult me up in the rankings. Especially now that I got losses, man. I got losses that I shouldn't even think I have. So that's what really urges me to fight the tough top guys now. I don't want to wait and sit back and, you know, fight guys that are not going to get me anywhere because I already have some losses now that I believe I shouldn't have. So I want to fight undefeated guys. I want to fight big guys, big name guys. I want to put them away because I I think I shouldn't have losses and I should be one of those guys. So, you know, I'm willing to fight those guys. I'm willing to upset those guys. Yeah, 2018 was the year where you had those losses, close mm-hmm. split decision losses. A lot of people thought you won those fights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like judging has been something that has been a big topic an issue right mm-hmm. what do you think about the different ways of judging what can they do to fix it so i actually have something that's crazy on this that i have my own theory it's so crazy how i change my fighting style up for certain fights to try and make sure i secure the win if uh my game plan didn't work as good so mm-hmm. way back when i first started my second pro fight was against justin ashaka cruz I struck for five rounds, man. Like, I struck for all five rounds, and it was a title fight in the Pixie, my second pro fight only. I struck for all five rounds, and I I struck well, man. I, I was great that night versus a 17-3 and three fighter, and I was 1-0. So I struck. I landed everything I mostly threw. It was the perfect fight. He maybe got, like, two takedowns or three takedowns in two rounds, and he won the fight, like, 
I already know that one was political, you know. I was, I was, I was, the champ couldn't be upset that night, not by me, not by no one and no kid, you know. So I already know it's kind of political. So coming into my next fight, um, I fought someone, I fought Kwan Ho Kwok. I fought Kwan Ho Kwok while later that's coming to my next loss. We're going to go off the losses. Um, I fought Kwan Ho Kwok. And then he kicks me a couple times, and I take him down so much. And it was exactly like Justin, but except the strikes were a lot more closer, so I felt I should have won that fight. And then that didn't go my way. And, okay, they say he won by leg kicks. I'm like, okay, he won by leg kicks. And then we go into the championship fight of my last fight versus the Korean. I kicked him a lot on legs. And then I lose the fight. I'm like, oh, my God, it's not making sense. Like, I've got losses on ways that um, people beat me. But when I do it to people, it doesn't turn out the same way for me. So it's kind of like weird. Um, I don't know what kind of judging. Like you're saying, judging is very different. But yeah, man, I have some crazy losses on my record, man. I have some like fights that when a promoter sees me, he's going to see the losses. But I, I always talk about this. Even when you have talked about this, man, I got these bitter losses. You know that already. And mm. Um, they sting, and the only way I can get it back is by beating good guys right now. That's why I want to fight good guys, you know? I'm not afraid to challenge good guys. I've been challenging good guys since the start of my career, and, you know, I, at this point, I know I have what it takes. I've trained with a lot of UFC fighters, a lot of 1FC fighters. I've trained with a lot of fighters, man. I have what it takes at this point. Do you feel like guys that are coming up now, they, they're, they're padding their records? You know, yeah. you're a guy that will fight the best because if you look at your track record, you've fought guys with like more than 30 fights. You yeah. know what I mean? And you have a total of 18 fights professionally mm -hmm. and yeah. you, you, you don't you don't turn it down. Do you think like other dudes, like you said, dudes are turning you down and they look good yeah. and they're they have like seven yeah. and oh, eight and one. Do you think that that's a big problem right now? Because if you do that, when you get to the UFC, you might not last the, the first couple of fights, right? Yeah, man, um, they're not. They're not, man. I, I, I always tell guys, man, like, you only can hide so long. And we all know that, man. Like, my team and guys on my team have never been afraid to fight good guys because we fought really good guys probably when we weren't ready or shouldn't have been out there if we had a manager. So it plays both ways. A manager can be smart and build them correctly. But at some point, the fighter of the fighter, the fighter himself, has to ask himself, you know, it, you know, you can't be seeing names come across your head and you're like, whoa, whoa, but you're seeing another guy and you're quick to talk, you know? You have to be about that same energy about everyone. And, you know, I'm about that same energy about everyone because I train every day, you know, I work every day. I pull all in already, man. I've been doing this so long at this point, nine years. So I'm just all in at this point. These names never bother me. I know... They work hard. I work hard. And, you know, when we get in there, we'll see who worked the hardest. That's all it is to me. It's a game. That's why I like how the Asians call it a game. The Koreans, the Japanese, I like that, man. It's the best part because that's what it is. It's a game, you know. Some guys are not not willing to put their game on a level, on the right level. They want to just fight guys they know they could beat up. And then when it's time to get paid big money, they're, ready to f they're willing to fight the tough guy. But me, you know, I'll fight the tough guy earlier and get paid later if I have to, you know, when they get easier. But... I already fought a lot of tough guys, so I'm very confident. You know, I see these guys knocking people out in Bellator and smashing guys in 1FC, and these are guys I beat already. So I'm just like, okay, my time is coming soon. Definitely, definitely. You're, uh, you've are you been on the grind. You're in Guam. Do you feel like being on the island, it, it, it has many disadvantages because you're kind of away from everything? Yeah, 
Yeah, for yeah, it does. I feel like um, man, there's not much fighters from here. So when I do make it there, it'll be easy to remember me. It'll be easy to notice the you know the black kid from Guam. You know, it'll be very mm-hmm. easier. You know, so. I've beaten a lot of those guys from Guam training. I've beaten a lot of those guys hitting the bag and training by myself and sprinting by myself and running by myself. You know, I've hurt my hands in some fight where I did no sparring. So at this point, it all comes from small things like that that I did where I build confidence and I still went out there and I got it done. So everything else that I get from here on is just a plus. If I get a good camp, if I get anything, it's just adding on to my game every time. And people don't see that like, they're not fighting Trev Jones, who was training to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu before that, right when the MMA was done. I was back in the gi doing jiu-jitsu every day. Like, I got my black belt, and now I'm doing MMA every day. So even since my last fight, I'm so much better because right before my last fight, that's when I first became full-time MMA. So I've been full-time MMA only, almost only a year now before I was jiu-jitsu trying to earn my black belt and MMA back and forth. So you still have to split that time in half because jiu-jitsu takes a lot of time to earn a black belt. So now I'm doing MMA full-time now. Oh, man, the levels. The next guy that fights me is going to feel a different, a different level, a different level in smarts, a different level in aggression, a different level in anger, you know, pain that I have from those losses. You know, I, I just, before I never was going out there, I was just doing the sport, you know, sparring, fighting, mm-hmm. But add an intensity to it when I get out there. But now I can actually feel it. I got like, I got this fire. I wanna, I wanna hurt right now. You know, it's it's sad to say, but I wanna do damage now because it seems like I gotta do damage. I gotta, I gotta put people away dramatically to make them be like, whoa, whoa. So I gotta put a stamp on it. So right now I got that stamp on it mindset. You know, I got this fire. I wanna hurt someone out there. Are you on lockdown? On Guam? Or yes, we are on lockdown. So what is the training like for you? Oh, I was training at first, man. Right now I got a field next to my house. So I get out the house. I go to the field, jump over the gate. I do my sprints. I do my run. I shot a box. I do what I can, man. I'm always a training guy every day. Like, I cannot, I cannot not train so long. Like, three days if I don't train, I'm already going crazy. I feel sick. So I need to get my training in. So... People always ask me, like, Trev, how do you stay so focused? How do you, even with no fights, how do you go? And I say, man, it's like, like, like they say, I heard you guys talking about it too. It's a lifestyle now, man. Like, if I was playing football like I was before, if I was playing rugby like I was before, if I was skateboarding like I was before, ever since I was a kid, when I got into it, I was practicing all the time. Like, I was practicing how to do my jukes good. I was practicing how to stiff arm people. Like, I was practicing, like, how to get it stronger. And it's the same thing. Like, I'm always practicing my craft. I'm, when you're in a sport, you practice how to get better, how to get more explosive. And it's the same thing. Like, when you're athletic, you just transfer that athleticism into different sports. And that's what I do every day. So it's not more like, Trev, how do you stay active? How do you stay motivated? It's like, this is what I do, man. Like, this is what I do. I'm competitive. I'm very competitive, you know? So... Yeah, man, I just can't wait to get back out there. Coronavirus is killing everybody. I'm on chill mood right now, doing what I can. But when it's done, I'm pretty sure I'll have a big fight. You know, put a lot of pressure on myself, too. I do it on purpose because, like, you know, I feel like when I wasn't managing myself, um, no, there's no else to get my voice out there, you know. Only social media. So people are like, oh, Travis this, maybe Travis that. But 
I know what I'm doing it for, you know. I know I know where I come from. Like you said, go I'm so far away, nobody sees me, nobody trains with me. That's why they don't know how good I am. That's the number one reason. But all my people that I've trained with in the States and stuff that they 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 feel it. They like, whoa, they where are you from? Whoa, uh come train here. Whoa, we'll give you the pass here. You know, I get passes everywhere I go because of the talent. So I can't wait to show the world, man. I can't wait to get that stateside fight and then I know it's gonna be uphill from there. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, man. Uh, we've mm-hmm. been talking over the years, so I know exactly what you're capable of, and and yeah. I think it's long, long overdue, man. I feel like you, yeah. you get one more win, you should be in the UFC, you should be fighting yeah. for Bellator, somebody. Yeah. But maybe, yeah. maybe it doesn't take one more win. Maybe your your luck will change, and your next fight after this coronavirus yeah. is over will be with no, one of the major timing, promotions. Though, it is timing. Like I've got my name thrown out there a couple times, man. Uh, I, I, I. They've thrown my name to the UFC for sure a couple of times. A couple of times I was sending my information in already, man, and it just got put on pause. They pick mm-hmm. someone else out of they pick someone else to fight instead of me. You know, when it's late replacement, they get to pick now. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. How do you get to pick? Like I never been a fan of picking fights because it doesn't make no sense at all. Unless you're picking a higher rank guy, that makes sense, okay? I can see your call out, but if you're calling out low rank guys or you want to fight regular rank guys, then it don't make sense because mm-hmm. I see a lot of guys in the States, man, with really good records. And I watch them. They're pretty good, man. But these boys do not want to fight. I'm <laughs> telling you, they don't want to fight. When they see, like, oh, same skill set, they're like, nah, let's get someone I see an advantage on. But me, I see their skills. I see if they have hands, boom, they got hands. I see if they have grappling, boom, they have grappling. And I'm like, oh. I'm going to hit them with the opposite because I got it all. So it's okay if they have really good hands. It's okay if they have really good grappling. It's okay for me because I'm pretty well-rounded everywhere, man. All right, Trev. Thank you for the time, man. Keep the grind up. Be safe. Mm -hmm. Keep yourself healthy. Isolate yourself, man. You know, stay away from every anybody. And and so when this stuff is uh, opened up back, when it opens back up, you ready? And we could see you back in that cage, man. Appreciate it. um, Yes, after, um, actually, I had a, a big fight after that last one, too, man. After the mm-hmm. Francisco Vera, I got lined up with uh, Peter Yan's number one training partner. Mm-hmm. It was a Russian fight in RCC, mm-hmm. and the contract was coming already, but the coronavirus, of course, stopped that, too. That was supposed to be April 20th coming up or something, April 25th. That was a big one, too. That one would have been a for-sure ticket in, but it's okay. We're going to get it next time, man. <laughs>